So my advice, close the mouth, open the ears, listen to everyone and do not be judgmental and figure out how you can learn yourself as fast as you can learn yourself and allow this to help you grow into the new person you want to become. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. My name is Jake, and you are listening to The Success Shift, a show where perfection does not exist, but learning and growth take center stage. Have you ever felt stuck, like you're doing all the work but not getting the results? Maybe you feel like there's something missing. Perhaps there is some sort of internal shift that's needed to really get you to that next stage of success. Well, buckle up and join me as we jump into the minds of those who have been successful in their field and dive a little deeper into what is actually needed to get you to that next level. Is success just a state of mind? Does believing you're successful act as a catalyst to greater success? Is it something we can work on, or are some people just luckier than others? No matter what you're into or where your passion lies, if you're wanting change or a shift in perspective, then you are definitely going to want to tune in. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. I hope you're all doing wonderful. What day is today? Wednesday. Very Wednesday. We just had, um, I just had, not we, I just had my little man's first little outing with his first baby friend um, and it was magical. So I'm all a bit scattered and a bit um, fluffy parent, shall I say. You know, those parents who are all proud and happy of their adorable little ones. Yeah, well, I'm in that mood right now because um, my partner's best friend, she had a baby also, which is an absolute miracle. And their baby was born two weeks ago now. And so we've just gone over and visited them and we had the two babies laying on the floor next to each other and they were playing and they were talking. And it was all beautiful things that parents um, get to indulge in. So for all you non-parents out there, I'm sorry to bore you with baby talk, but deal with it. I'm a father and I love it. (laughs) Tough shit. And to all those parents out there, I'm sure you know exactly the feeling that I'm talking about. Um, So today I'm very grateful for friends. I'm very, very, very grateful um, for the ability to socialize. I'm actually really grateful for linguistics and those in other countries who have learned it. Can I get some ones in the chat if English isn't your first language? because I'm definitely going to be showing some gratitude to you if there's anyone in here or if you're listening on the podcast and English isn't your first language, I'm sharing some gratitude to you because me being from an English-speaking country, um, and it seems like most of the people on this call right now are also from English-speaking country with English being their first language, I kind of take for granted um, the communication skills and the ability to share my thoughts and feelings, etc. because now that I live and I lived in Mexico for 10 months and I got a little bit of a taste there, but there were lots of tourists. But now that I'm living in Germany, um, a country where most people don't speak the language. I mean, luckily for me in Germany, lots of people are good at speaking English as a second language, but it does make it difficult, you know, to express, to really understand. And I could just see my partner and her partner when they got all emotional and happy, they were speaking in their language and it was beautiful and friendly, but you know, I couldn't understand half of it. Um, Now I am learning, but my point here is that those who have had to go and learn English to get by, I understand now how difficult it can be. And those who are in a non-English speaking country, but also learn learn how to speak English. And especially for me who can communicate and help me, it's, it's incredible. So I'm very, very grateful 
for those people who have put in that time and effort. Um, and of course, again, grateful for my beautiful family. So if we can get some gratitude chucked into the chat, as per usual, I want to see as many grat gratitude messages as I can. I've already got a few coming in here straight off the bat, which I really love. You know, the routine, we jump in here, we share our gratitude. We hopefully get each other in the mood with some extra like I said, I love reading other people's gratitude because it gives me other things to be grateful for. Now, when I read these out loud, basically the idea here is that you get thinking you're like, oh yeah, I didn't even think about that. Maybe I can be grateful for that. Or maybe I have something in my life which I can relate to that I'm also grateful for. And it just kind of expands that web of gratitude. So like I said, you're on here, same as yesterday, and you haven't really contributed or you're a bit nervous or a bit shy, please. Maybe today's the day that you jump in the chats and you share your thoughts and gratitude. There's nothing you can lose from sharing um, your opinions here in this group and um, sharing a little bit about your gratitude. Grateful this morning for trust, faith, and forgiveness. That's beautiful. Good morning, everyone. That's a wonderful thing, Jake. Yeah, I'm very grateful. I am grateful to be able to stay home while working through a flu thing, still carry on with learning and being part of this community. Well, I hope that you get past that flu, but it is really, really lucky that we have that ability um, to stay at home and still work. You know, we can still do it from home, which is great. I'm grateful to be a part of this community and to be able to have a visit with my mum this morning. Lovely. Everyone give your mum a big hug and a lovely message. Mine lives on the other side of the world, so it's rare that I get to give her a hug. So show your gratitude for your mums because they're incredible. Um, I am grateful for hot, wet water. My shower this morning felt amazing. Yeah, nice. Okay, so feel free to chuck in some gratitude in the chat if you haven't already done so, but we will move forward with today. A couple of things we've been speaking about in the past this week have been what's it costing us to not change? What's it costing us to allow our limiting beliefs and values to remain as some of the controlling factors of our life? And of course, what's it going to cost us if we don't learn what they are and how to adjust them? So we were asking some questions. What is it costing us in the past? What is it costing us now? What is it going to cost us in the future? And I'm hoping that maybe after you've jumped off this call or after you've listened to this, depending on where you're listening to it from, that you actually give yourself the time to maybe think about these things and write them down, get a bit of notepad, get a bit of paper and jot down what it is that you think your limiting beliefs are, what it is that you think your um, limiting values are, and what it might be that's holding you back. You know, there's a, an array of different things that can be holding us back from fear to ego to um, greed, I guess, especially in trading, um, pride, which I suppose comes under ego. But until you actually dive deep and do the learning and try to figure out what it is for you, it's kind of hard to start to shift and change. And when you actually do the things and learn a bit about yourself, then you completely change your frame of mind. And so all the information that now comes to you comes at you from a slightly different angle. And so I'm trying to think of a good example here, but let's just say that you are really fear-based. Let's say you've come from a scarce scarcity mindset with money and you're listening to these calls and so everything you hear is i don't want to say tainted by but everything you hear has a slight angle of okay how can i 
protect my capital? How can I save my money? How can I reduce my costs? How can I be really tight? And how can I really look after every little bit that I've got? Because you come from that scarcity mindset. If somehow you can shift that mindset to a state of abundance, or you realize that actually when I'm trading, it's not my scarcity, it's actually my ego, and I'm actually really don't like being wrong, then the information that you hear on these calls are going to be based around, oh, okay, how can I let my ego go? How can I let go of that? How can I stop being so stubborn? And so my point here is that it's really important to have the correct frame of mind when you're learning and reading and developing and growing. And don't get me wrong, this frame of mind can change over time. There is nothing wrong with that. In fact, it probably should. As you develop and grow as a person, you learn certain traits of yourself. Maybe you grow into an area of your life you didn't think you would have before, or maybe you find some relief in a past ex um, experience that you had, which allows you to let go of some sort of scarcity mindset or some sort of ego. And then you can move forward with an open mind based on a you know coming from a different frame of mind. And so what I suggest is that once you, you know, just like after trading, give yourself 20 minutes to go back and analyze your trades, go back and look at what your emotions were, go back and self-evaluate. Same here. You know, obviously we go straight into the mindset call, but sometime during the day, give yourself 20 minutes to go and think about the things we've spoke about. Go write down those things that you believe would be a limiting belief. Go write down what you think it's actually costing you. Because like I said, I think it was yesterday or Monday, sometimes we don't even realize until we've wrote it down and until we've tracked it and until we can actually look back at it and you go, oh, I didn't even know that that was the thing that was holding me back. I didn't even realize that this, and usually it's a chain of thoughts. Like you'll have one thought and then you'll think lead to another. And actually, as you start to go down this, I don't want to say rabbit hole, but down this footpath, you start to unravel more and more, just like we did with the seven levels deep exercise. And so actually asking yourself these questions and spending the time doing these experiments with yourself, or let's not say experiments, but these exercises with yourself, you can learn to break down and understand more of yourself so that you can go on continuing learning from a different frame of mind. Now, the reason I bring this up is because I want to talk to you about the power of relearning. So chuck some ones in the chat. If you have ever come across something and go, oh, I've already read that. Though I already read it. I don't need to. Let's move on to something else. Well, I've already heard about this. I don't need to hear this again. Let's move on. Have you ever said that? One, 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 one. Yeah. Okay, me too. I used to do it all the time. Like all the time. Read that book? Yeah, yeah, I've read it, read it. And then someone tried to tell you a point. And you bet, yeah, I've read it though. Like I know, I know, I know what's coming. I've heard it. Like I've read it. Let's move on. I, I want to grow more. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like I'm not saying that's a bad thing. Like you, it's good to have information and then wanting to learn more and wanting to grow. But what I want to try and do is shift the mindset here to allow you to understand that when you have developed and grown as a person, you have now obtained more knowledge. And so therefore the message that was given to you the first time will now be heard in a different frame or a different mind. So maybe what you thought you could take away from that first sentence, that first paragraph, that page, that book was kind of only the surface level of what the author or the person presenting it was actually trying to get across. And now once you reread or you relearn or you re-listen from a new state of mind or a new frame of mind, you're like, oh, I didn't even realize that that's what he was trying to say. I needed to understand that and grow and develop into this person. So now that I could then go back and understand that, the deeper level, the subliminal message, the, the underlying tones. 
Does this make sense? Chuck some ones in the chat if this is clicking. Chuck some ones in the chat, actually, if you've ever read a book twice and on the second, actually put some twos, there's lots of ones in here right now, so I can see the difference. Put some twos in the chat if you've ever read a book twice and on the second time around, you're like, oh, what? I missed so much the first time. Like, how did I not read this or understand this this first time? And sometimes it's so bloody obvious. You're like, how did I not pick this up on the first go round? Yeah, lots of stuff. Lots of, lots of twos for sure, for sure, for sure. To love it when the light bulbs turn on. Yeah, right. Sometimes I listen to the audiobook and then read it myself. Yeah, that's really good. And um, there's actually been studies done to show how much faster you learn if you can listen to the audiobook, read along and walk at the same time, which is a really fascinating couple of studies I read. Completely off topic here, but I would suggest uh, going and researching some of the the, the chemical and uh, I want to say physiological aspects to why that learning goes deeper. Um, anyway, sorry, tangent. But yeah, so my point here is rereading a book so that you can come out from a state of mind. And it might not be read it once, okay, go back and read it again, but read it once, put it on the shelf. And then, you know, two, three years down the line where you've grown and developed like crazy, go back and read it again and see what you learn, especially those books which you, like some books that I read, I'm just like, every chapter is a mind blowing. Oh, that makes so much sense. And then, you know, some of my books, I've got highlights on half the pages and I'm just like, oh, this is really cool. This is really cool. Those are the books you need to go read again. Those are the books you need to go study again. Like Atomic Habits, I think I'm on my third rendition. The third, I don't know if rendition is the right word there, but the third time reading it through, shall we say. And each time I'm finding new stuff and each time I'm like, oh, I forgot about this. I remember how much it hit me the first time and now it makes so much more sense to do X, Y, Z. So my point here is to try and look at things from a different frame of mind. And this comes back to perspective, comes back to, you know, what we're talking about last week with everything can be seen from different angles. You can find different perspective, different point of view, but also when you learn, you can find a different reference point. You can find um, different angles or different frames of mind to learn from when you're doing your own reading or learning, shall I say. Um, and so, yeah, it's really important and this is comes back to trading is to let go of that ego. Cause I used to be like that so many times. Have you heard this or have you read this? And then the person will go on to express the point that they wanted to make or express the idea behind why they're sharing this information with you. And I would kind of like, yes, I have, I've read it. And my ego would step in and kind of shut half off and be like, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. And, and you're going to say that because I've already read it. So I know. This very egotistical, usually young, masculine, needs to be proud sort of macho man attitude that I've hopefully uh, dismissed of a lot of, but it would come across. And then, you know, it, it sort of negates the person's message and it doesn't allow you to fully understand and listen. And lots of the time, they might say the exact same thing that you know is coming because it was very profound to you, but then they might say one or two words. We know the power of verbiage because we spoke about it, but one or two words, and this will just trigger you in a way that might be one of your power words or sensitive words i think we spoke about them briefly and you're like oh my god yeah actually when you say it like that maybe and your brain goes off onto a different tangent and thinks about it from a different point of view and so when we're trying to learn on the charts and when we're trying to self-evaluate and understand our emotions and pick up on things and learn this incredibly hard skill 
I really implore you to go back and sometimes, if you've got the time, re-learn some of the base material. Re-clarify questions that you may think you know the answer to, but you actually don't. Oh, my light just turned off. That was weird. Um, anyway, and sorry. And so go back and ask the questions again. Relearn the material. You know, don't be afraid. Like if you know something, like most of the people here, we jump, they jump on it. We all bit, blah, blah, blah. try that again. Most of the people here all jump on the trading call in the mornings. And you might hear when I'm talking, sometimes I ask a question that I should definitely know the answer to. Or sometimes I ask a question that seems really obvious. But the thing is, sometimes your brain just forgets or it warps it a little bit, or you just want a little bit of clarification on the one particular thing. And so there's no problem with asking that again, relearning it, re-clarifying it. And sometimes I'll ask a question and the answer will be exactly as I expected. But that's just a confirmation to go, okay, cool. I did understand it the way that it should be understood. I did understand it the way that it was intended to be learned. And obviously on my growing, on my uh, trading journey, getting my tongue tied today, on my trading journey, I'm also growing a lot. I'm also developing. And I've had a few big jumps and movements in this past you know, week or um, yeah, month, shall I say, more so about letting the charts come to me. So I got really knowledgeable on technical analysis and uh, price action candles and all different sorts of EMAs and Fibonacci's and blah, 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 you name it. But then what I was doing was I was using that knowledge to try and find moves in the market. I was searching them out, right? And then after discussion with some people and some new um, accountability buddies and stuff like that, questions were asked to me, which I thought I clearly knew the answer to, but I was like, no, old Jake would be egotistical. New Jake, just listen and, and learn and embrace. And this got me thinking and the question that had me like, what was your, what's your favorite, um, I think, What's your favorite style of trade? And so it got me thinking, okay, what is it that I really look for? And I realized I don't actually really look for anything. I just analyze the, the chart as a whole and then try and find something. But that's not the way we should be doing it. Well, for me, not the way that it should be for me. I'm not telling you exactly how to trade. But what it got me thinking was, okay, what actually, what is something that I really like that when I see it, I'm so happy jumping into it and it usually makes money for me? And then I wrote those down. I went through a bunch and I sort of found a finite two or three. And then this has taken me to a whole new frame of reference where now, as we spoke about all the time, rather than trying to pick patterns and things out of the chart, I look at, I zoom out, like we spoke about, I take a different perspective and I look at the thing as a whole and go, okay, what I actually want is for price to come up here finding foresight. And my idea would be if this happened, this happened, and this happened. And then if something like that happens around this area, okay, let's take the trade. And this has given me a whole different frame of reference at how I look at tra tra trading as a whole. And why? Because I was willing to relearn. I took my ego away. I was listening. I was tracking. I was self-evaluating. And now what it's done is I've gone, oh, now when I look at trading, and this is what one of those subconscious paradigms are. This is when you have that. Now, who remembers on the call, I think a couple of weeks ago, where I was telling some stories, and it just takes that one line of information to completely shift the way you see that whole situation. Put some ones in the chat if you remember 
how I was telling the story. And at the end, that one bit of information just shifted the whole way you perceive it. Okay, one, 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 one. Okay, cool. Yeah, we definitely have some people remembering that. Well, this to me is my definition of a subconscious paradigm. And when you gather that information, and this is why it's so important to listen to everyone, no matter what level they're at, no matter what place you think they're coming from. So no judgment, because it only takes one sentence. It only takes one bit of information. And it might not be like the key, but what it could do is shift your mindset. It could shift your frame of reference. So that you can then take the information that you've got in here already and completely do a 180 and see things from a completely different standpoint. And so you often hear people, don't judge a book by its cover, blah, 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 blah. And I totally agree with that 100%. But why? Not so that you don't hurt their feelings. Because, yeah, I mean, you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. But on a more selfish level, because you never know when or where that one line or that one bit of the puzzle that your brain was missing will come from that will just shift the entire perspective of your world. Now, obviously I have a brand new baby. I speak about him all the time, but I'm reading this book called wonder weeks. And this talks about the brain development of the baby. And each week, you know, they go through fussy phases and depending on certain timeframes, but they do different jumps and their brain is structured in a way that allows certain things to happen. And so for example, my last, the baby's last jump was called smooth transition. So rather than jolting things and seeing like a picture there and a picture there, he actually understood the flow between movements from one movement to the next. The next one is events. So understanding that if I throw something up, it's going to come down. And the reason I bring this into context here is because they're getting constant feedback from the, from the world around them. And then their brain's developing at such a rate that they get this one bit of information and then their whole world is different. Like they wake up in a completely different world because all of a sudden from picture to picture, now everything's moving and flowing. And it's like, whoa, what happened? Because they get that one piece of information. And this is the same with what humans, like not humans, but adults can do. We have that ability if we allow it to take in the information and just have that like piece of the puzzle come in and just connect those dots click everything and just shift your whole perspective on situations. So with that said, do not become, do not judge, <laughs> remove your ego, allow yourself to relearn, allow yourself to reread, but allow it to be, you know, non-restrictive. And yes, in doing so, you might hear the same thing over and over again. You might hear someone go, oh, did you hear about this? Blah, 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 blah. And you go, yeah, I did. Cool. They get to share their bit of enthusiasm. They get to share that bit of knowledge. You might hear it exactly the same way. And what happens with repetition? If it goes to your memory, you might have heard the concept, but you don't remember the details. And then they tell you, tell you, tell you it because you allow them to without this, without judgment, without any kind of ego. And then repetition, you learn it even more. Or they say it in a slightly different way and it blows your entire freaking mind. And you're like, oh my God, how did I not hear it in this context? This changes everything. And so you literally have nothing to lose. Apart from maybe a bit of time, if someone rambles on and talks for half an hour every day, like myself. <laughs> no, I hope you understand the point I'm trying to make here. And we were talking about what's it going to cost you to change? What's it going to cost you? What your limiting beliefs and values are costing you right now? What's, going to, what's it going to cost you if you hold on to them? And I think this also comes from this today stems from what's it going to cost you if you allow your ego 
to shut people out. If you think you're better than people, if you're not willing to listen and learn and relearn, what's it going to cost you? You know, there's been times in my life where I have been learning something. Someone's tried to share some information with me. I've been egotistical and dismissed it. And then almost two and a half years later, I've been learning like something similar. And I've like, I had a profound click and I was like, oh man, I wish I had have known this ages ago. And then it almost dawns on me that, oh, I remember that time then Mark was actually trying to explain this to me and I just shoved him off. Well, this is exactly what he was trying to explain to me. If I had to just shut up and listen, I would have known this information two years ago and think about how much further I'd be ahead now if I had have known this bit of information when it was being told to me. We never know when we're dismissing that information because we don't give people a chance to listen. We have one mouth and two ears for a reason. We should be listening twice as much as we talk, but lots of people talk twice as much as they listen. And this is the problem with a lot of people in society today. Why we do not grow, why we do not expand, and why we sometimes stay stuck. So my advice, close the mouth, open the ears, listen to everyone, and do not be judgmental and figure out how you can learn yourself as fast as you can learn yourself and allow this to help you grow into the new person you want to become. So again, a bit more of a rant today, but I hope you enjoyed it. I'm going to go back because we saw some gratitude in the chat up the top that I missed. So I'm going to finish off with some more gratitude because gratitude is great. We have a couple of minutes left. I'm grateful, period. <laughs> I love it. So very, very grateful for the incredible relationships and people that I get to love on and who love me in return. My husband and I just celebrated 16 years on Sunday. Congratulations. That's incredible. 16 years is a massive, massive feat. And I'm very grateful that through the ups and downs over the years, we have a greater love, respect, and understanding for one another. That's awesome. Me and my partner, um, we've been together for three, coming on four years, and we're still quite young in a relationship in that sense. But it's so beautiful when you can fall in love with someone even deeper and deeper, even after time goes by. And it sounds like that's kind of what you are having there, which is absolutely beautiful. So I love it. I'm grateful for today. Looking forward to another great day. I had a really good day yesterday. I accomplished some projects that were on my list of projects to get done and I was not getting to them. And now I completed these necessary projects. Well done. I feel lighter today because of finishing these projects. I have a grateful heart. That is so true. You know how sometimes, this is what I talk about mental energy. We only have so much mental energy. And sometimes when we have that list of like 100 things or like 15 things, we write it all down and we're like, oh, we get overwhelmed and we can't get things off. That's why I, I talked about, you know, reducing that list. And it's such a good feeling when you can just like cross them off. Or if you've just got like the three list, the three to-do list, list <laughs> um, that I'm trying to implement and you get rid of it and you complete it and you're like, yes, you just have so much more energy, so much more free mental energy and you just feel so much more invigorated and capable of um, crushing, crushing the day ahead. So congratulations. Alrighty. It costs you growth, personal growth. I hope I never stop growing yet. Yeah, totally Aaron. I, I agree. What, what, who is it? I think I had signed. I think I've said this a few times on this call and I never get the actual quote, right. But you start dying the day you stop learning or growing, something along those lines? Or was it? No, I've forgotten. You're always, you're always young as long as you're learning, whether you're at 20 or 80. I think that's the other, the other one that's along the same lines. But yeah, you know, forgetting them as we speak. 
So thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jake, for showing up each morning to do this call. Iron sharpens iron and coming together on these calls will change us. Yeah, thank you. I really appreciate that. You know, some days it is harder to get up and get on these calls and come up with the things to share and talk about, especially um, from a passionate standpoint. You know, sometimes I don't want to come on here and just dribble shit, but I try to talk to you about things that are passionate and that have changed me. And sometimes that can be difficult. So I'm glad that people are taking things away and that I have a returning group of people to always showing up, always showing gratitude and always getting involved. It makes it a lot easier. Thank you, Jake. Thank you, everyone, for taking part. The Mindset Calls have a great day. Thank you very much, Jake and all. Yeah, thank you, everyone listening to our traders. I shall see you on the next call. To those listening on the podcast or who are not trading with us, I shall love you all anyway and see you tomorrow. But for now, let's go and crush the charts. All right, bye.